0: the biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you it's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through on the mindful experiment podcast we will share concepts universal laws and interviewing individuals who have done just that have gone through the dark times and through those moments allowed their light to shine bright i'm your host dr rick manzo and i want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits expand your reality and evolve into the person you desire to be so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Vic, and this is another week of where we share an amazing interview that we had. And this wonderful lady who is extremely passionate, you'll hear it in the podcast episode where she just shares her passion her exuberance for life, and her mission of what she is for being so purposeful uh, on so many levels. I had the opportunity of interviewing Adri Kaiser. And she's an international holistic wellness and personal development coach. So Adriana has been an inspiring wellness and personal development coach, helping women achieve optimal health, spiritual connection, and unshakable confidence through her powerful coaching and online programs. Adriana was born and raised in Caracas, Venezuela, where she went to law school for a few years before moving to the US. Her caring, unique, and authentic approach to holistic wellness stems from her personal experience in coping with chronic back pain for over a decade. Throughout the years, Adriana has received an extensive and growing list of certifications in multiple wellness modalities like NLP, yoga, coaching, Ayurveda, and Reiki, just to name a few. She's also been featured in several incredible fitness and wellness brands, and her expertise has appeared in a number of publications. She has helped hundreds of women worldwide live a more mindful, healthy, and balanced lifestyle by providing live training, online classes, coaching sessions, and international retreats focused on helping women discover and develop the innate power of her true inner beauty. Uh, It's a really great podcast episode. She really brings it to the table. and We share a bunch of things, her history, her past, and how she got into everything, and then her mission moving forward. So everyone, here is Adriana Kaiser. So Adri, welcome to the show.
1: I am so excited to be here with all of you today. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, your energy and all that you're up to, I was really excited to have you on. I I think we can talk for hours, so I'm I'm just so (laughs) excited to share space with you at this time. Um, one of the questions I always like to start with is, "How did you get into what you're doing right now? How did the universe, well, like I always say, like life is like a you're like a pinball in a pinball machine. You just bounce around until eventually you're led to where you need to go. Some people do choose their way. So, how did you get into what you're doing?
1: That's a great question. And, you know, like, just like you said, oftentimes for me, it wasn't a direct path. I had to take a lot of different turns to get to where I am today. But since I was a little girl, I always wanted to make a positive difference in people's lives, especially uh, the underdog. Um, I saw myself as an underdog. I, I was in this emotional prison that I called you're not good enough. You're not good enough to, to do this, you're not smart enough, you're not talented enough, you're not confident enough, you're not pretty enough. And and those words were constantly running in the background. And I realized now that they had taken roots early in my childhood and continued to grow throughout my life. And those words not only kept me in this emotional prison, but it led to so much pain. And what you and I and everybody else is have in common is that with coping, We cope with pain the best way we can with the tools we have at any given time. And for me, it meant bearing all those memories and emotions of being abused as a child, facing racist remarks that led to so much chronic pain later on. For somebody else, it's turning into food, hoping that by eating, the food will make the pain go away somebody else is waking up in the middle of the night, worrying, stressing about all these different things I cannot control, deep in this cycle of stress, overwhelming, you're not good enough and all the different things. And after dealing with chronic pain for the, over a decade and trying all these different uh, conventional treatments just to give me temporary res- results, I decided to give holistic wellness a try. I wanted to address the physical, mental, and emotional aspects of myself and not just the physical pain. This helps to heal from the inside out. And the best part is that uh, for the past 15 years, I've helped over 4,500 men and women worldwide achieve anything from reduced aches and pains and stress to increased confidence and their health. Uh, during our work together, we, I helped them step fully into their power and transform their pain into purpose and their fears into confidence. So I truly believe that physical, mental, and emotional wellness is essential and necessary for optimal health for a life full of purpose and to live uh, you know to grow your business your career etc so during this work with my clients I found that there are four key components to to live a happier healthier and more fulfilling life and they are Step number one or component number one is physical health, how you take care of your body. Number two, mindset, mental wellness, how you experience the world. Number three is emotional intelligence, how you begin to really connect with the world around you. And number four, spiritual connection, how you feed your soul. So through those, let's say over the past 10 years, let's say years of, Working on myself to heal myself from the inside out. That's how today I was able to to create this beautiful what I call enlightened alchemy method. This time to really work with the individual as a whole, addressing all mental, emotional aspects, and even the spiritual aspects of herself. Because I oftentimes get people asking me how did you heal yourself from chronic pain? Sometimes that pain was so intense. I couldn't even get up. I couldn't even move. And it, the answer is not just one thing. It was a holistic approach that got me there. One thing that on a side note that people don't realize is that I went to law school in Venezuela. So my passion, as I mentioned earlier at the beginning, of your question was that I want to make a positive difference in people's life. And for me, that, that represented being in a courtroom, you know, fighting for the underdogs, making things right. And, Fast forward two years later, like you said, the universe will take you to the path where you are going to fulfill your life purpose the best. And that's the path I am. So, so I am. So, that's not, no, the, it's not the courtroom, but I'm helping people, which I believe is in a more authentic and empowering way.
0: I love it. That's a really nice, powerful story, and I love how your experiences and now you're doing that to help the world, and you're helping them on a way to give them true freedom. And I, I, I totally can see that. I can relate as being a chiropractor in the holistic world. I, I totally uh, uh, appreciate all that you're doing and everything. When it came to when it comes to working with people, what kind of modalities do you work with or help with um, that you do? Is in your background of of, of the things that you approach with?
1: Yes. I love learning and I, I know that's one of the reasons is I always want to be the best version of myself so I have done numerous trainings in yoga, Pilates, energy work, I'm a Reiki master, I'm an NLP practitioner, I'm a coach um, so that's why my method is called Enlightened Alchemy because uh, I also do Ayurveda uh, so that I have so many different modalities that I that first of all, I started to go into those modalities to heal myself, to empower myself, to, to help me get to the next level and to get in order to, to continue to fulfill my life purpose. So now working with my clients, many of them come to me because they have some type of pain or because they're struggling with their mindset or they're struggling with confidence or they want to awaken their intuition. Some of them come because they want to start or or grow their business. So it doesn't matter the reason they come to me with. When I work with them, I really use the tools, the different tools I have, in order to give them uh, the best um, solutions or the best outcome possible because I truly believe that we are individuals. Nobody else looks like you, speaks like you. Nobody else has your mission and purpose. So, that one size fits all approach to me, sometimes it can be helpful, but it's even more powerful when you feel that the approach is customized to you. So, I use breathing techniques, meditation, yoga, energy work, um, energy healing. NLP coaching met, uh, methods to help everybody feel empowered and overcome some of the limiting beliefs, overcome some of the blockages that prevents them from moving forward in life.
0: You're basically practicing true holistic methods, right? Because in in our world of holistic, it's all about everyone's an individual. Yes. And you have to figure out what are the tools that you have from your training, your experiences, and things along that nature of how you can approach all those all those different various variables and modalities to help get that individual person to help work with them and help them expand and grow and all those types of things would you agree
1: Absolutely. See, what people don't realize oftentimes is that the mind, body, and emotions work together. They're together. When they work together in harmony, you experience health, happiness, fulfillment, success, all these different things. But when one is out of balance, it will affect the other two, leading to imbalances and illnesses in the body. So when it comes to health and wellness, I like to start creating a foundation using for working with the physical body why because um, it's the most tangible scene It's where you're going to see results the fastest so yes well people are going to tell you diet and exercise are key yes they're essential but they're part of the equation you have to also figure out all these, you know self-care practices uh, stress managing practices uh so supplements are high quality they're different things that will help you get your physical health in check but then your mindset is important because think about if you constantly eat junk food, or if you're in a negative toxic environment or a relationship, and all you're here and all your feed, your mind, all your feed, your body, is low vibration stuff like bad food, bad thoughts, bad communication. It's impossible that you're gonna be thinking about growing spiritually or fulfilling your life or seeing the life life as you know, with like half the glass being half full rather than half empty, you're going to continue to concentrate on what's lacking, what's not working for you, all of which leads to more imbalances, all of which leads to more aches and pain and eventually disease. So when people oftentimes come to me and say, okay, I want to make more money or I want to find my soulmate or I want to grow my business, whatever that is, the number one thing I tell them, we need to start doing the inner work because all of those things are going to be possible but if you don't do your inner work if you don't become aware and shine the light of awareness to those areas that you're holding yourself back to to limiting beliefs or blockages or or current circumstances you're going to continue to be in the hamster wheel so you may get something that you wanted and soon after you may lose it so you have to really do that inner work in order to achieve what you want in life and Again, it's important to address not just the 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 symptoms, meaning the physical ailments that you may be experiencing. You have to go deeper into the root cause of the problem. An example of me dealing with chronic pain for over a decade: I tried so many different uh, conventional treatments, and then I started trying even holistic treatments, in which all of the helped, but it wasn't until that particular moment when I realized that my very physical pain had a root cause that was emotional. And people don't know that 90 some percent of your physical ailments or sense that you're experiencing have an emotional root. For me, it was that specific moment of playing with my son. He was probably around seven, eight years old, about the same time when I was being abused by my aunt. And as I'm playing with my son, immediately those memories started to come in and my back went into complete spasm and in that moment finally I realized and saw the connection this is related to that and I have to do that inner work I have to work on forgiveness not only forgiving my aunt or forgiving myself and when I talk about forgiveness it's not about saying that what happened was okay or or I haven't blaming somebody else me forgiveness gave me the freedom to take my power back and to be able to learn the lessons I needed to learn, to be able to unplug from that negative cycle that was attached to to that emotional prison that was like, you're not good enough. And all these different scenes I heard as a child was I was being bullied. And uh, that gave me the freedom to now be here and talking to you today and sharing my experience, not from a place of anger or victimhood or anything like that. It's from a place of This is what happened, and this is how I overcame it. And now here I am being vulnerable, being honest, and feeling completely empowered and and self confidence of who who I am and where I'm going forward in life.
0: I love that. And you bring up a a great point, too, that I love to dive into is because you talked about transcending the painful experiences, maybe physical or else, you know, emotional and other things. How can individuals... um, be able to transform from their painful past experiences, how can they shift? Because I truly believe like, it, it, the things we go through in life are, as a child and so forth, those actually turn into like our, um, our gifts. Um, some people have said superpower, something along those lines. Um, how can individuals who are hearing your story and everything that you, you've gone through, how can they transform uh, their painful past experiences?
1: That's a wonderful question, and I really, I truly believe because I'm, I'm a living example of this, that our most painful moments in our life they become our true superpower. And by, and how you can get to that point is by making a choice. And it sounds simple, but it's harder than it seems. Choosing to change the narrative of your story. Choosing to be to say to yourself. I get this is happening or this happened to me, and instead of blaming or making excuses for yourself, this is when you you have to be honest and you have to face your fears and your stuff and be like, in my case, was okay. You know, this happened to you. What are you gonna do about it? Are you gonna hide? Are you gonna uh, continue to to play this negative uh, stuff in your head? Or are you going to start changing the narrative of your story? Do you recognize a power that you have within yourself? So the power of choice is incredible. So when you begin to choose and say, so you know what, I choose today to, to, change the narrative of what happened in the past and use those scenes as a stepping stone to help me move forward. So how do you change the narrative of your story? Become aware of some of these limiting beliefs that are going on. For example, one of the limiting beliefs that most people have is you're not good enough, right? Whether it's because you were told by a a romantic partner or you were told at work or whatever it is you were told as a child. When you realize that, okay, is this true? Is this relevant today? How, am I willing and ready to let go of this? Because some people are so attached to their story, Victor, that you won't believe. that. They, oftentimes, they want to stay with what, It's known to them than than just saying, you know what, I'm going to face these fears. I'm going to overcome this pain so I can go to the other side of the story. When I'm talking about forgiveness for myself, it wasn't easy. There were moments in my life I couldn't talk about the abuse without crying, without having this knot in my throat and about, without being angry. But it's a process of me choosing to do the work, to forgive, to change the narrative. So instead of me being Poor me, I was abused as a child and because I was abused as a child, this happened to me or, or now I cannot do that. Or even more m- even more recent, when I moved to the US in 1995, I encountered racist remarks for being an immigrant and having an accent. And they were so hurtful and I became so self-conscious and I felt so inadequate and so small that I didn't speak for months until one day I realized that at least I spoke two languages and I couldn't live my life being defined by other people's expectations. So my, my scene, when people say, what can I do to overcome these obstacles and turn it into my superpower? Number one is make a choice. Choose to change the narrative of your story. Number two, recognize that you have all the tools that you need to start moving forward. And if you don't, Reach out, get a mentor, get a partner, get a coach, etc. Number three, start doing your inner work. Number four, for me, this was critical and super important. I realized that the pain I was in for trying to fit in, for trying to hide what made me different, for trying to keep people happy and please people, because that was my, one of my coping mechanisms. I wanted to please others. That led to so much pain and that pain and that was was less or, or actually I say the pain of not becoming who I was meant to be. The pain and, and that of me hiding and not letting myself be seen was stronger than the pain and the fear of being judged, being criticized etc so when you recognize that you're going to be experiencing more pain if you stay in that little box if you confine yourself by what other people's expectations out of you or what other people decide to define you as that that's going to be more painful that that eventually lets you to not fulfilling who you're meant to be in that pain of living a life that's on I, I can even imagine or wish upon anybody. So you really have to decide moving forward today. Okay, I'm experiencing physical pain. Oh, fantastic. Okay, now, you, now that you are aware of this, begin to find what treatments, what modalities, what things can help you. But the first thing you have to do is choose and then realize that you can change the narrative of that story.
0: I love it. And, it. and it's really just shifting that story as easy as it sounds, just like you said, making a choice. Um, but it's harder than that, because it's, it's, uh, it's that process of what we've been trained for so long. And sometimes I'll have conversations with people and clients and stuff. And I'm always like, how long you've been holding on to that belief system for? Or yeah. that story you've been telling yourself that you think is true? And you know, I always get 15, 20, 30, all my life. Okay. That's how much power you gave it. Yes, And then I'm like, you're powerful. You believed in something that doesn't serve you and you believed it for how long? Well, what if we just changed the belief system? Can't you just hold that one too?
1: Yes, exactly. And that's the thing. Oftentimes, these limiting beliefs or these negative beliefs, um, they're constantly running in the background, and people don't even know that's happening because these limiting beliefs can happen in any time in your life. They can be, they can happen when you were little as a kid uh, due to learned behaviors or generational DNA or, be, or cultural beliefs, or they can happen at uh, any moment due to current circumstances or location or different things that happen. And once you, what people don't realize that when you think of a thought multiple times it become a belief and the belief becomes a reality, that's why you have to become aware and very careful of the qualities of thoughts that you're having. And the thing is, is that people have over 70 Thousand thoughts per day, yet only ten percent of those are original thoughts. Meaning, ninety percent are repetitions of the thoughts you had the day before, and the day before, and the day before. So, the more you think about something, the the stronger it becomes a belief that gets reinforced by emotion. So, when you're thinking negative thoughts. They become negative beliefs, reinforced by negative emotions that lead to stress, overwhelm, anxiety, depression, illnesses, imbalances, and so, so forth. That's why I truly believe on the importance of cultivating a positive mindset, but also what I call clearing the canvas. And I refer to clearing the canvas as the process of releasing and letting go of negative patterns so you can create a positive mindset moving forward. So clearing the canvas can look as simple as... Change the narrative of your story. But how can you start that journal? When I tell people, can you start a journal practice? Oftentimes, it's like 50-50. I get some people like, sure, no problem. I, I, I love to do it. Other people, it's like, Really? journaling how is that going to help me the reason i highly recommend people to journal is because when you write down your thoughts and emotions on a regular basis you can then look back and see a pattern you can go back and see oh my gosh look i wrote for 10 days in a row and seven of those days i'm complaining about the same thing once you have that awareness is powerful because awareness is key in order to make a change. If you don't know that something is changing, how can you change it? It's like almost like being in a, in a room that's dark and dirty, but because the lights are out, you don't know the mess that, that you're in. You don't see the mess in the room. But the moment you turn the lights on, then you can do something about it. And that's what awareness is so important. Another thing about this is that um, I believe his name is, is uh, Dr. Hansen. I forgot his first name, but he writes in Hardwired for Happiness that the brain is hardwired towards the negative, meaning if you have 10 experiences today and five of them are neutral, four of them are positive, and one is negative, chances are you're going to think about that negative situation over and over and over, even before you go to bed. Why? Because your brain is hardwired towards the negative. The good news is, is that we can change that pattern. Again, we have the power of choice. Journaling will help you A, cultivate feelings of well being or increase those feelings of well being. B, it will help decrease feelings of depression, anxiety, and isolation. And C, it will help you hardwire your brain to concentrate and focus on the positive gratitude is one of the practices I tell people they should be doing on a regular basis because gratitude is simple. It's one of the most powerful, powerful things you can do because when you are going through s- stressful situations or you're faced with circumstances that you cannot control, when you concentrate on giving thanks for what you have in your life, it will begin to shift the vibration instantly. And the more you shift your vibration into the positive, the more you attract positive things.
0: I could not agree with you more about gratitude. It's, it's such a beautiful practice to have. And uh, Tony Robbins says you can't be in a state of uh, gratitude and anger at the same time. And when I heard that, I was like, you know, my background as a chiropractor. I'm really big into neurology and neuroscience and uh, functional neurology. And I was like, okay, somewhere in the neurology, this has to be true. And it is because it's two different parts of the brain and you can't, the brain can't multitask. So it can't be doing, you can't, well, let's just say you can't multitask. So we can't multitask as humans. So we can't do two different things at the same time. So if you're in gratitude, anger, resentment, the lower vibrational or energy, emotion, heavier emotions um, don't exist. And it's, it's really, really powerful. And I'm glad you brought that up. It's really, really powerful to utilize.
1: Yes, absolutely. And, and and the scene is, there's um, Dr. Bruce limpton says he's big big talking about the power of emotions and belief systems, and he says we cannot change our genetics, but we can change our mind, and in doing so, we can change the blueprint that expresses our genetic potential. So this is once again was so important to to become aware of your thoughts and cultivate a positive mindset, so then you can enter a more positive state of being and state of feeling because. Your brain, like you mentioned, you can only concentrate. You cannot feel two emotions at the same time. So you cannot be in gratitude and be angry, or you cannot be uh, feeling a state of love and be fearful at the same time. And while negative emotions are important and are normal, well, let me not say important. They are normal human emotions, and. Unless we are the Dalai Lama and unless we are meditating in a cave and secluding ourselves from our day-to-day life, we're going to experience sins that are that just we cannot control. Right? Some of them may aggravate us, etc. The sin is just natural human emotions. The more we bury them. Thinking that oh if I don't respond to this or if I don't if I shove it under the rug it's gone. The thing is when you bury your emotions they stay connected they stay in your tissue in your fascia you in your muscles right. So when you begin to develop this emotional intelligence when you begin to realize, okay, I'm feeling angry. What can I do about this? Why is this causing me angry? Why am I choosing to be angry? How can I change this? Again, the power of choice, changing the narrative of the story. So it's not about ignoring or, or, or shoving under the rug. It's like, if somebody sends you an email that makes you angry, please do not respond right away. Take a deep breath, walk around. Way to respond and see if you can see the problem from a different situation, and then you're going to be able to respond rather than to react. That's another powerful tool in there. Doing things that the going spending time in nature, doing meditation, practicing yoga, doing all these different things that will help you pre- take better care of yourself will give you this sense of wholeness and empowerment and moves into the positive state of being that you're no longer are trapped in this emotional prison or the mental prison of the negative emotions and the negative belief system and the negative stuff physically that leads to more imbalances. So when you realize that you have to make a choice to decide, am I going to live this life? How it's been living it up today? Am I satisfied with that? Or am I able to now find the resources, the tools, the support system to help me become the person I know I'm meant to be? Because I truly believe you and I and everybody else in this world is here for a reason. And the more we show up for ourselves, the more we become ourselves and embrace our gifts, our talents, our differences, our superpowers the more we inspire others to do the same. And at the end of the day, the world doesn't need another person becoming somebody else. The world needs more people that awaken. The the world needs more people that are um, being themselves and that are able to show up to help others by being authentic, empowered, confident, honest, vulnerable, and all of the things above. So I'm not here to be like I have it all together at all times uh, because that's one of the, the sins I have to learn for myself and overcome. I thought I had to be peaceful and happy and, and see rainbows everywhere I went. But that's unrealistic. So once you realize I'm a human being, having a human emotion, now I have the choice to realize that I'm feeling this way and I can change it by doing some of these practices, then you're back into your power and you're no longer trapped into this imposter syndrome, comparing yourself to others uh, really comparison is a thief of joy. And that's not what we're here to do. We're not here to be somebody else. We're here to be ourselves.
0: I appreciate that. I, I, I couldn't agree more with all that you're sharing and, and, and stating. Um, and I appreciate your transparency, too, about, hey, I'm human. I have emotions. Sometimes they're not positive. Sometimes they are negative, right? Um, because a lot of times you hear, you know, some people I, I've, I've, I see on stage and stuff like that, they'll just talk about why I'm. this is how I am all the time. And I'm just like, no, nah, I don't think that's real. Um Just from my own understanding, and it's not that because I can't be that way that I, or not that I can't. I'm just human, and I have experiences too um, that I don't believe someone else can be always like that. But it's just understanding the human framework. Like I remember Wayne Dyer was speaking one time, and he was sharing a story, and I love this story because hearing him being the way he was, he would talk about like his. He was like one day waking, uh, getting ready to go. And he's like looking for his keys. And he asked his daughter and his daughter's like, I don't know where they are. I didn't see them. He's like, I know you touched them, you know, and he got really upset. And then his other daughter comes and goes, aren't you supposed to be this like enlightened guru? Why are you getting so angry? <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate that when people say that, because it's like, yeah, we're, we're, we're spiritual beings in a human being experience. And that's one of the things we're supposed to experience. You know, it's perfectly fine. Um, one of the things I did want to ask with everything you were sharing is when it comes to choice, is that the alchemist in us? Is that like the enlightened alchemist? When we just-
1: yes, absolutely. That's one of the beautiful things of being a human being, that we have the power of choice, you know, and that we also have the ability to realize that we have the power. The scene is that, you know, Was I mentioned before? Because I have worked with some clients that human beings are uh, that we're being we we're creatures of habits, you know. And oftentimes we live lives in autopilot without, and we tend to miss so much, and we forget our own divinity. We forget that we're brilliant, that we're capable, worthy, and deserving of having it all. So oftentimes we are in this box or or we are yeah we're limited by our own fears and insecurities and fear of being judged and criticized or not belonging or being different but the moment you realize that you you when you ask yourself am i living my life to the fullest potential am i fulfilling my purpose am i waking up in the morning excited and ready to 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 tackle the day ahead. That's the moment when you ask yourself you have to ask yourself your question. Am I, I don't know, 20 years old, 40 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old? It's never too late to really ask yourself those questions and say, I get to choose today what I want to experience and how I want to experience it. I, I always tell my clients and students that it is our responsibility or to is we must take responsibility of what we allow in our lives, from the relationships that we're experiencing to the food that we're eating, to how we're feeding our mind, our soul, etc. So even when you hear or talk to somebody that you may not agree a hundred percent with what they're saying, well, it's your choice to take. Something to take some of the lessons, or just simply say, no, I don't agree and move on. There's no need to argue, there's no need to prove, there's no need to force. So the choice is, is the power of choice, is what helps to the transformation. And even no, no choosing, even not making a choice is a choice. Let me repeat that again. Even when you don't make a choice, it's a choice. When you tell yourself, I don't have time, I don't have money, I don't have this, or when I have that, or when this happens, I will. Or Those are excuses, and then you get to choose. Are you going to believe those excuses and keep saying it over and over? Or are you going to choose to be like, Adri, come on, no. It's time to get up. So somebody the other day asked me, okay, how if you are in a funk, if, you, if you're feeling like you're stuck, how do you get yourself out of that feeling stuck or if you're sad or depressed how do you can you change that right away and this is this was a very interesting question and very important question because i don't believe that we should bypass or run away from those uncomfortable feelings i don't i don't believe in spiritual bypass or emotional bypass and what i mean is like oh i'm sad let me just distract myself to make myself happy if you're sad allow yourself to feel sad and ask yourself where is this coming from why is this teaching me what is this trying to tell me what is this trying to bring my awareness to allow yourself to feel the feeling and then do the work to help you feel better if you have to be sad for a day or if you're yourself in a funk Give yourself a day or two. But then after that, be like, you know what? It's time to do something about this. So nobody can help you unless you decide, unless you choose that you want to take the help and take the actions to get you to the other side of your end goal or whatever it is that you want to achieve in life. So I believe that's a very full, very powerful statement when we say, yes, the power of choice is It's one of the greatest tools that we have for transformation because you get to choose to use it or not use
0: it. I love that, and it's it's all about the you know we have free will in choosing. So it's it's again coming back. We just say like just understanding who we really are, and and knowing that no matter what whatever shows up in life, you always, always, always have a choice
1: yes let me give you an example that uh, a while back i one of my clients she was dealing with tmj she was grinding her teeth at night she was experiencing intense neck and back pain and she was going from doctor to doctor trying to get help she was taking the medications they would prescribe and then she had to take more medication for the side effects and she finally she she felt like she wasn't like herself enough or, uh, anymore. So she contacted me to see if we can work together. And as we started to work together, she, you know, we addressed parts of her diets and we, uh, we, I gave her some meditations and you know, stuff that she needed to be doing. We worked on her mindset. And within eight weeks, her pain had drastically decreased. Her posture improved. Uh, she was sleeping through the night and she started to smile more. She said to me, Adrie, thank you so much. I finally feel like myself again. In that moment, the reason I'm sharing this story is because she chose to go one path, one way. And when she wasn't getting the results that she was um, hoping for, she had the choice to then go and say, well, if this is not working, I have to find something else. And this sounds simple. This sounds like common sense. But oftentimes, we get stuck in the other part, okay. This is what I this is what I'm gonna be taking medication. Like for myself, when I was suffering from the chronic pain, the turning point for me was I didn't want to live the rest of my life taking medication like I was eating candy just to cope with with the pain. I wanted to heal from the inside out. I knew I was too young. I knew I had a life ahead of me. And I want to be I didn't want to be crippled by a pain or attached or to medication. So in that moment when you realize that yeah, you might be going down this path. And if it's not working, it's okay. Go a different way. It's never too late for you to decide to try something new. And that's so key because um, I often hear it. I I had a call the other day with somebody, she's 62 years old. And she's like, you know, I realized that I am meant for more. And I want to start this new aspect in my life. I want to start growing my business in this particular way. Can you help me? Am I too old? No, you're not too old. Even if you're in your 70s or 80s, never too old to to really invest in yourself because it will be a shame for you to not live your life fully and completely. I want you to wake up in the morning excited and I want you to go to bed at night so proud of yourself because you showed up for yourself and for the others today, because you know, you're making a difference. You're making an impact. And that's my dream and goal for everybody else. And that's why I do this with so much passion because I've been in those shoes and, and do I want my back pain back? Do I want the abuse back or any of that stuff? No, but I am grateful. I went through all those challenges because without them, I wouldn't have the tools and the lessons that helped me become the person I am today.
0: And is that like the secret to being unstoppable, having unstoppable? You know, like, for example, <clears throat> some people avoid you know issues that may show up in their life, setbacks, and maybe in life it could be in business, it could be in any arena, relationships, and so forth. Um, but is it that mindset to be unstoppable and have that confidence to know, like, yep, this is where this is what I'm going through. That's fine. Here's what I can do to grow. XYZ. This is going to help me in that level. Um, is there is there a mindset, a shift with that, like, like a perspective to see in that way?
1: Yes, I believe I, that's one of the things I always say: unstoppable confidence, and it doesn't come from external validations or circumstances or from other people telling you, "Hey, Adri, you're so amazing." No, it doesn't come from that. It comes from within. So once once again, all of us doesn't matter how successful people are in their field how confident they are there we all have those moments when we struggle back then if you met me I don't know let's say 15 20 years ago if you met me you're like she has it all together she's confident she's everything is going on for her and while that was true in many ways what people didn't realize that I was feeling broken inside I've I was still dealing with a lot of stuff I didn't even know was were happening, like the back pain and and uh, being abused. This is not something I thought about it. Like I said, I buried it. I didn't even remember it. It just got triggered later on. So even those people that seem strong and have it all together, oftentimes if they're not doing their inner work, they're still dealing with their own insecurities and stuff. So it doesn't matter who we are; we all have that inner critic or that imposter syndrome. Who am I to do this? Am I good enough to do that? Uh, What people are gonna say? But once you start truly realizing and concentrating on your strength and your gifts and your talents, what makes you unique, that's the key. Once Once you realize that you are powerful, that you're brilliant, that you have a mission to fulfill in life and you stop comparing yourself, And know that because you're so unique, there's nobody else like you. You cannot compare yourself to anybody because there's no two of you. So once you stop comparing yourself, there's no longer the imposter syndrome. There's no that lack of confidence anymore because it's almost like, how can I compare my DNA or my fingerprint with somebody else's DNA or fingerprint? They're going to be different. So once you really realize that and recognize your gifts, your talents, your strength, You become this, you have this confidence. And one thing to help you feel that confidence is understanding and knowing your why. Why are you doing what you're doing? What are you going, what are you meant to be doing in this world? For me, I knew very, like I said, at an early age, I wanted to make a positive difference in people's life. And now even deeper than that, I want to empower women, men and women, but especially women, because we are constantly bombarded by these ridiculous expectations of what our body should look like, of how we should act and behave while managing everything else. Nowadays, so many people are really feeling broken. And with internet and social media, they're great because they help us connect with one another. It doesn't matter where we are in the world, but oftentimes we miss that human connection. And people can be brutal so that when we are governed by what we see in social media in the news and how we should look like because of magazines and all these things we tend to lose that sense of am I am I good enough am I pretty enough am I smart enough because then we're driven to comparison but once you realize no I need to stop comparing myself because it's only only me I'm only one in this world there's nobody else like me that confidence happens and once you realize what you're mission and purposes, you become unstoppable. You become, you have this unstoppable confidence that doesn't matter what other people say. You keep moving forward. And at the end of the day, you know, we're no wine or chocolate that everybody's going to love you and be attracted to you. There are going to be people that are going to love you that because of who you are and the message you're sharing. And those are your people. So concentrate on that. And there are going to be people that don't like you because of who you are and your message. So it's almost like, what do you do? Like being yourself is going to attract great people and being yourself is going to attract people that are going to criticize you. But just remember this, no one that's doing better than you or no one that's succeeding in their own life, no one that's keeping themselves, they're staying in the lane is going to be criticizing you. The critics comes from those people that are you no know, doing their personal work and those people that are pointing fingers and, and uh, they prefer to blame others for their shortcomings rather than face themselves in the mirror and be like, hey, it is up to you to get what you want. It's not up to anybody else. So yes, when you know your why and you really own who you are, unstoppable confidence happens and you, you begin to thrive in all aspects of
0: your life. I love it. And you say it so elegantly and make it so nice and simple in a way. So I appreciate that how so for you know we're winding down here and one of the things i always uh, sometimes like to ask and i think this is a great question for you because you're very passionate in, in in what you do and everything is what is a message that <clears throat> let's say you're going to leave the world maybe physically you're going to mars or wherever that may be or um it's your time to transition what's a message that you would like would love to leave to humanity
1: mm. That's such a great question. What is a message? Are you, you know, um, that anything that I haven't said yet is like you're here for a mission. You know, you're here for a mission. Just uh, let me, let me. That's a great question. You took me by surprise there, and (laughs) I already feel like I mentioned everything. But if I had to go back, let me put it this way: if I had to go back to that five-year-old, 15-year-old, even 20-year-old version of myself. To anybody listening out there that had any type of obstacles or heartbreak or loss, I would say to, you, to, to that version of myself and anybody else in that position that baby girl, since are just getting started and getting better, just trust and believe in yourself. You're powerful. You're beautiful. You're deserving and worthy of having it all. You're not alone So that's the message I want to leave I want to remind everybody that We're in this together That we're not alone That even when you feel like You're the only one going through this I guarantee you There are a lot of people Going through the same situation So ask for help Seek for help help, Seek help Don't be ashamed or embarrassed For being different I believe that your differences Is what makes you super powerful I believe that People are ready to meet you, but the real you, the, the full you, the vulnerable you, the beautiful you, not the, not the you that you think people want. So life is too short, to too wasted, trying to please others and trying to stay bound or, limit, or limited by other people's expectations. Just remember that a lie doesn't lo- lose its power or a candle doesn't lose its, lose its power by lighting other candles. So allow yourself to be that light that does the inner work so you can help illuminate the path for others. So I think that's a message I want to leave behind.
0: That's one powerful message to leave behind. Appreciate that. Adri, how can people connect with you, reach out, can see you know, see what you're up to, follow you and all that good stuff?
1: Yes, um, I'm in all social medias and, and and my website is Adri Kaiser. That's A D R I K Y S E R. Kaiser dot com. Social medias: Adri Kaiser, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. But I also want to give your audience a gift. Uh, I created a workbook for my clients, and they really love it. Especially when they and people like when I come to podcasts and give interviews, they wanna they wanna know how to continue the work so this book is called from limited to limitless finding your bliss playbook and it's this workbook is simple i believe simplicity is powerful especially when you don't know where to start so this book it will give you uh tools and and kind of exercises that you can do for yourself to become aware of some of your limiting beliefs so then you can choose to, and decide to move forward and 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 start overcoming some of those limiting beliefs, so you can really achieve health, financial success, experience better relationships, and so forth. And before I, I before we go, I want to leave you guys with a really quick story. And if it's that's okay with you, no, of course. Um, When I moved back to, or when I moved from Venezuela to the U.S. in 1995, I I brought my scenes with me. And one of them was a coat I have. And this coat was, I loved it so much. It was warm, it was comfy, it was beautiful, it flew really well. The problem is that Venezuela is a tropical weather country. So when I was here on the first few years during winter time, that coat wouldn't keep me really warm because the coat was not meant for winter in the US. But I loved it so much that I put up with it. But also because it represent it represented something for me. I was attached to it. I was afraid of change. I was afraid of even spending money, even when my family offered to buy my new coat. But finally one day came where I had to buy a new coat. And oh my gosh, I don't know why I waited so long. Because this new coat was worn, was comfy, feeling really well. I felt wonderfully and the reason I share this is because I know all of us have things in our lives that no longer serve us the, the way they should. And we hold on to it, maybe because we're afraid of change, maybe because it represents the unknown, maybe because we, we attach to it. But if you're willing to work on yourself, if you're willing to step out of your comfort zone, if you're willing to give yourself uh, the chance to grow and fulfill your life, Just like me and my code, you can find new levels of strength, warmth, confidence that you never thought possible. So now is the time for you to put on that new code. Now is the time for you to up-level your health, your relationships, your finances, your business. Now is the time to step into your power and become the person you know you're meant to be. Now is your time.
0: Thank you for sharing that story. It's a very powerful story, so I, I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, thank you. And, and 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 it's so relatable. I mean like, people tell me that code can represent so many things for everybody. So ask yourself, what am I holding on to that's no longer serving me? What why am I staying here? Because I'm afraid of taking the next step. So now is the time. Don't wait for later. Life is too precious and it's not tomorrow is no guarantee. So let's let's do this. Let's 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 empower one another, because when you become empowered, you're giving permission to all those around you to do the same as well for them, to do the same
0: for them as well. Yes, ma'am well adri it it was a it was a fresh breath there to connect with you to share space with you to be here at this time i I greatly appreciate you taking time to join me on the the podcast and to share your wonderful wealth of information and inspiration and your passion and uh it really comes off you so i i I greatly appreciate it i enjoyed this very much
1: thank you so much i love talking to like-minded people thank you for all that you do i love being here with you today and have a beautiful rest of your day everybody
0: thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is Dr. Vic21. Follow us on Instagram, .instagram www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it thank you again for listening to the mindful experiment podcast sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential